Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the It's All Cobbers to Me preview show. I'm Danny Brothers and I'm here with Charles Cummins to look ahead to a huge game this weekend between the Cobblers and Stevenage. Charles, you are there. I How are you? I'm here. I... Are you more excited about the game or are you more excited about what's about to happen? I, I think I'm really excited about what's about to happen. I'll be honest with you right now. This is going to be probably not to not to disparage any of our previous guests or anything like that, but this is the one, right? This is the one that we've all been looking forward to. Can't wait for this. It's going to be great. Please welcome Lionel Perez. No, it's not. Just... <laughs> of course, there is only one person that we could have turned to uh, who is at the very top of the list of guests when we talk Stevenage and he's here with us now please welcome to the preview show the happiest man in football Mr Matt Farley how you doing Matt you got that right boys the happiest (laughs) ever honestly look thanks so much for having me back on it look I love coming on here every season and it's I gotta be honest boys it's quite nice to come on here and actually be a decent side I mean I've spent so many years coming on here (laughs) speaking to you chaps and we've been down the bottom do you know what I mean so no but look thanks for having me on it's an absolute pleasure fellas no, I think I think we're just going to sit back, Charles. We'll just ask. We'll ask one question, and, and, <laughs> and we'll let, let it roll. Speak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the last, even the last few seasons, when you come on your twenty second, twenty first, you're still happy as Larry. It's, it doesn't doesn't change your, your oh, outlook yeah. on football, which I really admire you know about you. I must grind people's gears or something because I remember, <laughs> here, you know, during COVID, you know, we, we, we're bottom and. You know, I think we had like eight games to go and the season uh, stopped and all that. And people were going, you know, we're nine points off. How do you think we're going to do, Matt? And I was like, yeah, I think we're going to stay up. I think we're going to stay up. And love and behold, I think I was probably the only Stevenage fan that somewhat predicted it correct, but in a different manner. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it'll, it'll always be like that every year. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Like the start of the season, you're what, I think fifth or sixth favourites to be relegated at the start of the season. Uh, haven't finished higher than 10th in League Two for the last seven years. Like, but even for you looking at it now and seeing where you are now in third in the top three, going into the weekend where it's second against third, a, a match of this kind of magnitude, like, mm. can, can you believe it yet? Can you still believe this? No, I, honestly, I can't. It's it's felt like a dream for us this season, really, because no, I think I said to you, chaps, uh, off the pod, I think going into the season, we were kind of just looking at it. And, and just saying, you know, we just want to be better. We, you know, we want to be higher in the division. But I don't think we're all sitting here going, you know, getting getting the playoffs and the top three. We, you know, just get back into the mid table and 
have a really good kind of stabilising season almost, build a bit of the platform and then probably next year do the things we're doing now. So I think for us, that was that was the goal going in. It was to see the team win more away wins because <laughs> honestly, I think I could count the amount of away wins on one hand over four or five years. So, um, you know, that was that was one of the goals. Have a cup run as well. We haven't had one of them in ages and seem to tick a lot of that off off the list this season. It's, uh, yeah, look, it's it's been... It's been absolutely incredible. And I, I've said this on our podcast. I remember um, our pre-season tour in Jersey. And I remember being out there and we're all standing around thinking, oh, you know, I wonder what we're going to do this season. I wonder what we're going to achieve. And I think if someone would have tapped us on the shoulder and said, oh, look, we're, we're nine games to go, you'll be third. I mean, we we, we just, yeah, we, 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 we would have never have believed that. So, um we're over the moon. It's it's incredible to be involved in a game like it is on, on Saturday. I I think a lot of us are labelling it probably one of the biggest games we've ever seen, actually, in, in terms of a League Two fixture at the football club. So, yeah, it's been incredible. Um, whatever happens this season, I, I I won't stop smiling all summer. And uh, <laughs> you're certainly the happiest I've been in a long time watching this team play in the club. So, uh, it's just terrific. It's terrific. I uh, I absolutely love the enthusiasm, Matt. I mean, I, you know how much I love you, mate. It's it's brilliant. I love, I love you it, too, right? mate. But this is this is the thing, right? Is that there is something that we can learn. All football fans can learn from you. It, it is so. It's it's blissful, just enjoyment of our national sport, right? And the way that you follow your team and that you just. You know, you enjoy it at every single opportunity that you can get. And I mean, you know, I, I don't think I've ever met somebody that can lose four or five nil and at the end of it just go, well, it wasn't six. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and and still so be right. on like cloud nine about it. I mean, look, you are the epitome of, of a person that has maybe we should all be more like you especially post covid you know we had that whole year and a bit of not being able to go and watch our teams play you you would think that actually we we should come out the other side of that and be like you know what it doesn't matter what's happening on the pitch it doesn't really matter how well the team are playing it's just good to be back and it's good to be able to be there and watch the game that's how you treat from my perspective looking from the outside to what you guys have done this season and you particularly, mate. That's how I see it. You just go to every match, just loving the fact that you can go and watch Stevenage. It's even better that you're playing, uh, you know, well enough to be up there in the top three, <laughs> looking at promotion going, oh my God, League One, here we come. And I, I think, you know, if you were any other team, mate, I think I'd be really, really happy for you. But it's still Stevenage. <laughs> oh, I think that works. It works the other way around, though, as well, right? Because Stevenage, like traditionally, we're like, oh, here we go, Stevenage again. Um, not, you know, if if you got a choice, you wouldn't have picked them to to finish in the top six and stuff. But actually, you, you meet someone like Matt, you think actually is changing our minds a little bit because he's so enthusiastic and so happy. Is that like similar to to um, Matt with Jules in the Blood as well? Like you, you kind of chat to someone about about the club. You see how passionate they are about it. That actually, it's hard not to kind of want the best for them in, individually. So it's it's a funny it's a funny thing doing this podcast that you do meet people like you guys that you kind of change a lot of yeah. views on the club. Not that that ha- it didn't happen for our Peterborough fans a couple of years ago. I've got to say, no, no never. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever happen. But um, but yeah, I think it can work both ways, can't it? 
Yeah. No, by the way, that's, that's lovely words from the both of you, actually. I think I think with me, I think, do you know what it is? I, I love the football club. And and actually, I think, I mean, I, I mean I've been a supporter just, just over 20 years. So, you know, there's been other people that have been supporting the club longer than myself, but I've been going over 20 years. So I saw the hard times of the club, seen the great times, and thankfully we're enjoying the great times now in the new era. But I think for me, it's um, as, I've, as I've got older, the kind of the, the club's kind of become my life a little bit. So obviously, I watch the team home and away. And I don't miss a single game every season. It's just a lunatic at every game. But um, but I've actually made friends through the club that have actually become real close friends. So the club's kind of become my life almost. It's kind of consumed me over the past kind of seven years. So um, I think for me, I'm, I'm just I love the fact that I'm fortunate enough to go and watch the team home and away. I, I love the fact that I'm able to get out and, and go and watch a game and support the team and enjoy the city weekends that I have with a few of the guys that we uh, do every year. I just love it. And I always say this, whether the team win, whether the team draw, whether the team lose, I love the club and I won't stop going because of that. So I, I think also um, someone did say to me this season, actually, they said, you know what? They said, we've been through so much rubbish. It, it, it couldn't have got any worse. So <laughs> anything, anything better... <laughs> from where we've been you're just happy with anyway so yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. I, I think for me it's, it's quite a simple one really you know I was happy during that Covid well the, the year before Covid came where we were just appalling so if you're happy that year you're going to be happy <laughs> kind of any type of season yeah. so yeah look, I, I love it I back the team and um, and yeah it's, it's part of my life you mm. know talk, talk to us about Steve Evans then because from outside of any club, whenever he's managing, you know, whichever club he's been at, every other fan of every other football club <laughs> hates him, right? Let's let's be honest. He, you know, he hasn't got the best of histories in terms of supposed, alleged dodgy dealings. Uh, you know, there are several football fans that don't believe that he should be allowed anywhere near football. Um and therefore, that kind of extends, doesn't it? And, it? and it becomes this thing where people that don't really even know about what actually happened and they just go through the rumour mill kind of thing, it, it seeps down to the point where you get people like me and Danny that just go, oh, he's just a loudmouth tosser and we don't <laughs> enjoy watching him. And, and, and so, so talk to me about him because, I mean, I can't remember who's managing at the time, but I remember going to watch Macclesfield play with a mate of mine, and they they were playing Steve Evans' side. I'm pretty sure was it was Crawley? Crawley. I'm pretty sure I remember you saying this. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Crawley. Yeah. And we were stood right behind the dugout, the away dugout at Macclesfield, right? And him and Rayner, his assistant. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I left that match thinking to myself, "Wow." If that's football, this is atrocious. You could never call this a family sport ever again, right? Not that I don't think anybody really does say that, but talk to me about about Steve Evans and, and you know, you've met him. Obviously, he's done wonders for you as a football club, but, you know, it, it, has your opinion basically changed about him? Uh, oh, hugely, hugely. I mean, look, we used to hate Steve Evans. You know, the what was it? The, the song we used to sing to him, I think, years ago, uh, One Man Ernie's Dumpster's Truck, went to live Steve Evans. We used to sing that. <laughs> we used to hate the guy. Um, and do, do you know what? I, I think back to kind of when we got him, actually, and, you know, we've been 
I think for six, seven consecutive years, we've been without a proper football league manager. We've had the Darren Souls, the Dino Manrias, who actually is <laughs> doing all right at Burton, considering. Um, you know, and even Alex Ravel, who's, 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 you know, was a great player, played under Steve, played for us and uh, played for yourselves, actually. Um, he was manager for a bit, but I think Revs would even be honest with you now and say it probably wasn't the right time. But he had to take it because he got offered it. So, you know, we've, we'd had a long kind of lineage of, inexperienced managers at the club you know sorry I even forgot Teddy Sheringham what a, what a player but as a man, <laughs> yeah. as, as a manager oh my word um, you know, so we, oh, we, we'd gone through the list of some managers I think after um, Mamria we were all a bit like come on get a proper manager now and I think when I think back to last year Tisdale actually it was the um just after the game that we played against yourselves, actually, um, when we lost uh, home to you two, and I think Danny Rose might have scored in that game for you, actually. We, we lost, and Tisdale was in charge at the time. Thank God we got rid of him. <laughs> My God. Um, and I remember going, it, it's time now. You know, it's time to get a proper manager. I remember Steve, we tried for in November, but Gillingham wouldn't let us speak to him. And he was a free agent at the time. So I think when it got announced that Steve had come to the club, we were all like, Oh, finally, we've got a proper manager. There did come the majority of the fan base saying, oh, we don't want Steve Evans, the history, the man, what he brings. I was over the moon because I thought, you know, I think he'd, I think he'd be a perfect fit here. And what a guy and what a job he's done. I mean, he's certainly flipped my opinion 360 on its head. Um, I've, I've had a fortunate time to meet Steve, have him on the pod. Um, I'll never forget when he uh, sent me a little uh, video wishing me luck on my marathon and stuff. Oh, I remember being in tears at the expo. God, I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> what, what, what a guy, honestly. He's a top man. And, and I think it epitomises that when he's when he's not your manager, you hate him. But when he is your manager, you, you love him. He's like a father figure. and he's Honestly, he's a really nice bloke. I've had many a chats with him um, in private, in person at the club. And he's, he's just a normal guy. And I think, obviously, look, he's got he's got a past. He's got a history. We all know that. But I think Steve knows maybe he might have not done some great things in the past. But I think he's trying to put that right with us. Um, and he mentioned that on, uh, many times that he wants to come across better than he has done in the past. So I, I think he's doing that brilliantly this season. And Yeah, look, the, the, the job he's done for us, I mean, I, I, I can't. I, do you know what? I, I don't actually think I can think of a manager in the club's history that's had the impact that he's done in just 12 months. I mean, he's, he's taken us from, well, we were in the bottom two this current day a year ago. Oldham just beat, I can't remember who it was, but we were in the bottom two. And he's taken us from 23rd place to third in, in 12 months. We've, we've beaten Aston Villa in a cup and we've had all this success at home last minute when he's, I mean, the list goes on. So he's done a brilliant job. We're really happy that he's here for another couple of years. He signed a contract. We I think we know as well that He's not going to be here a long time. Like we only, I think we only expect him to be here a few years. I, I, I don't actually think... Um, I think he's actually said that as well, that he's not going to be here for long, but um, he wants to be here for a few years and build success. And I think once he does that with us, I, I actually think you could see him retire possibly after. But um, yeah, look, what a guy. Lovely bloke. Um, really kind heart. Great chat. Great stories. <clears throat> and um, yeah, look, what, what he's done for the football club. I... I think he could go down if we're going the way we're going I think he could go down in one of the greatest managers ever at the club so I'm over the moon that we've got him and, and he's achieving the things he is with us because mm -hmm. very very similarly Graham Wesley when he was probably I'd mm. say maybe next on your list in terms of pretty even with with Evans it took you from the conference to league one and I think I always forget that season you had when you finished sixth in the league one got knocked out 
was it 1-0 mm. against Sheffield United in the playoff semi-finals of, of League One to get to the championship, which is nuts to think about now. Like, where does Steve Evans compare to Wesley in the in in the kind of the feel of the club and how mm. happy and excited you are watching this team compared to back then? Obviously a league above, but mm, good really good question. Um it's a, it's a real tricky one because obviously Steve's just been here 12 months. Graham, when it when Graham took over, he got us to a playoff semi-final, then he won the league, then he won us the playoff, then we got to another playoff. So obviously Graham had a good kind of four or five years of, of that tenure with the club. Graham had been here prior. Um, I, I certainly think Steve Evans could surpass him what, one million percent. And and, and actually, I'll t- I tell you what as well, um, I actually prefer Steve Evans as a manager. And do you know what? You might find that a lot of Stevenage fans agree with actually, because a lot, a lot of our Stevenage support don't particularly like Graham Wesley. Um, well, I know that's quite a poor thing to say, but a lot of people kind of not fell out of love with him, but Graham, after Graham had that successful period, there was many a time where Graham come back a lot to save the team. He came back when I remember the team were relegated in League One to try and save it. And then he actually came back only a few years ago when we were bottom um, and came back for a month, weren't good enough, so he left. Oddly, uh, the funny thing about that was the way it worked out with Macclesfield is the points they got deducted by, I think, I think we'd stayed up by two points. So the win that Graham got away at Cambridge was actually a win that kept us up. So we actually add that to his accolades as well, not just the promotion. He was the man to keep us up as well, oddly. But um, I, I, look, I prefer Steve, and I'm going to own it. I think I think Steve's a better manager, a better manager at the level. Um, I actually think, for what it's worth, and meeting Steve, I think he's the nicer of the two as well. Um, and I, I'm a massive advocate for Steve, so I, I'm putting Steve right up there with him. I think certainly if we get promoted, you know, there's been no manager at the club that would have done what Steve Evans has done. And even if we don't get promoted, I mean, what, what he's achieved anyway. So, yeah, look, Graham's got those accolades, but I'm um, I'm a big advocate of Steve, and I'm I'm really enjoying his time at the club. That sounds very much like a man that is talking about his new wife while his ex-wife listens. <laughs> 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 Could be more right. Oh, give it another year, we'll see. I don't think Graham Wesley's listening to this, Charles. I think you're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> oh, um, FA Cup. You mentioned it earlier, Matt. Um, what a run. I mean, to combine what you're doing in the league with the FA Cup in the first place is great. When we've seen Grimsby get to, what, the quarterfinals, I think, and but obviously yeah. they've had a bit of a drop-off in the league. But you, you reach the fourth round, beat Gateshead, beat Kings Lynn. Suddenly, you're going from Kings Lynn Town away to Aston Villa away. And not only that, but coming from a goal down at Villa with two yeah. minutes to go, to win 2-1. Can you even like come close to describing that feeling of what that was like? Honestly, again, it, like like I mentioned about our whole season this season, of being third in League 2 and I had to play, it just feels like a dream. It feels like it never happened. It was incredible. Yeah, it was such a weird run for us because I remember, um, <laughs> actually, I remember when the draw took place in the first round and I was buzzing. Well, I'd be buzzing for any draw, you know me, guys. But I was buzzing because... 
a Gateshead away was like a non-league away day. I was like, I've never been there. It's what Stevie's great. Newcastle, quick city break, brilliant. We got that, we won. Do you know what? That was a really close game, actually. We won 3-2. We scored with five minutes to go. <laughs> so um, all of that cup success could have been shot down in shot down that day. But luckily, we got the win. And and then, yeah, Kingsland away, that was put on telly as well. So I think we were over the moon that it was on telly. But yeah, I remember going there that day and we won 3-0. And to go from there, and I remember, I remember the draw... Um, for Villa and I remember I don't know what it was and actually I think I'm going back to Gateshead actually I remember just seeing us have the success in the league and I just remember thinking do you know what could be our year to get a giant killing you know because we haven't had a cut run in years I mean it's been such a long time and I, and I felt like this season was the season that we were going to do all the things that we hadn't done for the past seven years be up the top get a good cut run and get a big team. And it's exactly what we did. I remember sitting watching the telly and I remember when Aston Villa were drawn out and I think we were ball 45 or something like that. And I remember it was one of those balls that come out, you look at it and you go, God, God, yeah, I'll take that. My God, <laughs> Villa Park. And I kid you not, when, I can't remember who drew it, it was something like Jermaine Genus or something like that. Ball 45, we were just coming. <laughs> we couldn't believe it. And oddly, I remember... I remember the day of it. We, we had a great weekend in Birmingham. Great weekend. I mean, even if Stevenage won one, it would have just been a brilliant weekend. And I remember thinking before the game, I'm just happy to, for us just to play well. It's a great occasion for the club. It's a great occasion for the team because this is a new team we've had this season. They've only been together eight, well, not even that, seven months. It's a great occasion for them to go and play in front of 40,000 and experience that. And I remember before the game, you know, just, be happy with, with a good performance and we were, we were doing so well in it I, I remember it was 1-0 we kept it at 1-0 and I remember saying at half time you know we've scored a lot of last minute goals this season we've scored loads and I remember saying if the tie is 0-0 or 1-0 with 10 minutes to go anything can happen because we've scored so many last minute goals I remember we got to 15 minutes it was still 1-0 Steve changed it and he and he and he and he instead of just parking the bus, we went at them. And I'll always remember when Dean Campbell nicked the ball, we got the penalty. <laughs> no. And we had to wait for uh, VAR because they would they were double checking if it was a legitimate penalty. And that was the longest five mate five minute wait ever. We were standing there, going, come on, we want to know. And for us, we we would have just loved the replay on telly. And when it was given a penalty, we were going crazy. And I remember Jamie Reid, really convenient this actually, who scored the goal. He's be he's got um, well, I'd say best friends, but he's really good friends with Ollie Watkins. They grew up together in um, around the same area, so he's on the same pitch. Jamie Reid scored, and and we were like in tears because we were just so happy that we got the draw and the replay because there was only a few minutes left. We probably would have seen it out. We we were going over the moon and. We were just celebrating that and then the game kicked off again and then all of a sudden we were watching, we were in awe and we won the ball back straight away. I think we got it out to David Amuse now at Crew, He's not, no longer with the team. By the way, the best five minutes of David's Amuse, <laughs> Stevenage career this was. He got, he got the ball, beat, I think it was someone like Matty Cash or someone like that. Got down the winner, we were all going, go on, like that. What a corner. And I remember we were just going, just get everyone in the box. We've got Pierre Gianni Sweeney, get everyone in the box. And I always remember being level with it. And we squared it to Dean Campbell and no one had come out to him. Ollie Watkins stayed on the post. And we just went, just hit it. And he's hit, he's hit it. And when we've seen it at the back of the net, it was just unreal. Um, 
Unbelievable. I, it felt like we were in a, in a fantasy world. It was brilliant. And yeah, what, what a night. Um, the pride that we felt winning that, it kind of put the club on the map as well. So, oh yeah, I'll never forget that. Do you know, we didn't even care about Stoke away. We I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you about Stoke, Matt, because I wondered whether you felt a little bit hard done by. Because I, you know, I watched the highlights of that game and I remember thinking, um, you went... Did you go 2-0 down or was it just 1-0 down? 1-0. 1-0. You, did you get an equaliser and then they went and got a penalty? Is that right? That was it. So and that penalty seemed a little bit harsh to me. It did. But, it, yeah, but we, that seemed to be the thing that basically knocked the stuffing out of you because they then went on and got a third, didn't they, afterwards? So yeah. I just wondered whether you felt a little bit hard done by or whether you were still like, look, we, we beat Aston Villa. We got to where we got to. It's all good in the end, but I don't know. Yeah, I felt bad yeah. for you. That that's how much yeah. that kind of got to me was that I felt bad for Stevenage for goodness' sake. <laughs> and that's saying something. Exactly. Um, no, do you know what? Actually, oh, this is going to sound really weird, and I, and I didn't hope this because I, yeah, I would have loved us to have gone through. It'd have been amazing. But I think at the same time, look, th- this goal of doing well in the league is so important and I, and I just felt that if we'd have continued the cup we might not necessarily be in the position we are in the league so although we lost that day I was deep deep down I was somewhat happy because I thought you know what they've done everything they've they've done, they've wanted to do in the cup we've been on telly uh, in a league one so, uh, sorry non-league round we've then got the Premier League side we've won that so we've we've kind of done everything really so for me I, I didn't really mind whatever happened at Stoke if we won it would have been brilliant if not I think that we all know that League Two's our bread and butter and that's you know getting promoted in League Two this season eclipse Aston Villa so you know for us it's that's the important thing but yeah no we we, we did make it 1-1 Jamie Reid scored and you thought oh my god we're not going to win again are we and then, <laughs> and then the referee gave an absolute howler and I think what was really frustrating, I think Steve said it in the um, post-match interview, after he'd given the penalty, because Stoke of the um, replay boards, everyone watched it, including the ref. And soon after um, we've kicked off, the referee went around to our players going, oh, look, chaps, I got that one wrong. And all the players are like, oh, thanks, brilliant. So now we've got to play 2-1-3-1 down and you're going around telling the team you got it wrong. Brilliant, thanks, mate. So um, I think that was the most frustrating thing. But yeah, look, I was... Obviously, we didn't want to lose, but deep down, I was I was secretly happy because I thought if we'd have continued it, as great as it would have been, we might not be in the position we are in league. Yeah, two, you'd so have about that... twenty games in hand at the minute, wouldn't you? Let's be honest, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, enough already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thirty points plus. Do you know what I mean? Like, geez, honestly. <laughs> uh, no, so we're going to take a quick break for a couple of ads. We're about to talk about the big six pointer on Saturday in a minute. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. We're still here with Charles Commons and with Matt Farley. Matt uh, talks about the cut run a little bit there. Back to the league. Um, slightly small drop off to your pretty high standards you've set yourself recently. Last 10 games, won three, drawn three and lost five. Is there anything specific that's changed, do you think? Is it pressure getting to you? Is it players, injuries, anything like that? What's going on at the minute? Yeah, the, the main thing's been injuries, really. Um, I think the pressure, I think the players have been fine with the pressure. It's just, it's just the injuries. We 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 come in from, well, we just beat Leighton Orient 3-0 after the Cup. Uh, we beat them 3-0, had the Cup, and, and we just, yeah, we just hit a big amount of injuries. It's been quite weird, actually, because I remember back in October, November, we, we never had the biggest squad when we started the season. We only had about a 90-man squad because Elliot listed his ACL on the opening day of the season, which wasn't ideal. Listy's been our top goal scorer for a couple of years, so that wasn't ideal at all. Um, so I think for us at Stevenage, we've been up the top and it's like, ooh, you know, when, when's the injuries going to happen? Because we haven't seen it. We didn't see it up to December, start of Jan. And then it was the start of Feb, very f- first week of Feb, sorry, we started to get the injuries. Tay Ashby Hammond in goal, who's been just phenomenal. He's been brilliant. He um, tore his cartilage in training. Uh, so he's been out ever since. Um, Terence Van and again, he's been just brilliant for us, one of our players of the season. He had like a, a niggle in his hamstring, a strain in his hamstring. He's been out. Luther Wilding, brilliant at right back. He's been out. Uh, we've had a crazy list in goal where when Tay went out injured, we got another goalkeeper in called Jockel Anderson. Uh, from Exeter, he played two games was brilliant and then broke his arm. So then we had to get another goalkeeper called Taby Saving, believe his name is. And let, let me tell you, he didn't save anything. Uh, <laughs> so then, in a way, second name's called Saving. He was dreadful. Um, so he played three games. We got rid of him and then have brought in another goalkeeper called John McCracken, who's been brilliant. Since yeah. He's been like Tash Buchanan. So yeah, look, it, it's been the injuries. We, we recruited players in January. It's taken them a couple of months to, to properly settle into the side and, and get back to what they've done at previous sides, just recruit some really good players, actually. So, yeah, it's been mainly injuries. And I, I think as well, I think Steve, within the, the time that we've had since the start of Feb, I think with the injuries, he's, he probably changed the team too much rather than trying to keep to a consistent eleven and just change the players that are injured and bring in the players that can fill in those areas. He's tried to change it too much. And yeah, we, we lost a few games, lost a couple at home, which weren't ideal against Bradford and Tranmere. We should never have lost against Tranmere at home, but we did. Um, and then we beat Wimbledon. We lost at Rochdale, which was a real stinker for us um, that afternoon. I think that epitomised the uh, fatigue in the team that day. Uh, a lot of football for a lot of players. And then he he got back to playing the strongest eleven without the injury, well with the injury, sorry. And we started winning games. We beat Walsall, we beat Crew, we got a great point at Carlisle, which is a really tough place to go. Um, and then we lost against Salford last week, but that was a lapse in in some mistakes from the defence, and and it wasn't the greatest game for us. So, yeah, I think it's it's been a, it's been a tough couple of months. We're not that great on the last, I think 10, 10 eight games in the form chart, but. Um, 
but I think I think we're getting some of these injured players back now. They they should be fit for Saturday. So I, th- I think we're going to be just fine. I think we had our blip at the right time. I think so. Uh, like when you when when I look from the outside, I hope this isn't being too harsh on Stevenage as a club. But when you look at a team like you that does well and punches like way above what your expectation is and stuff, like we've been in that position before in League One, I guess. Is there that fear that? it's now or never in terms of promotion? Is there fear of kind of other clubs swooping in, get, grabbing your players and you're kind of dropping back again? Is is there a, is there a sense about the club that this is this is the time you have to do it? Or, or do, you, do you get the sense that Steve Evans will reset again if you don't go up and go again with it? Yeah, do you know what? That's a really good question, actually, because it's something that we haven't really thought about this season. Um, and to be honest with you, you know, I wouldn't say I'm feared and I don't think we're feared. I, again, I, I think we've bypassed a lot of the things that we thought we'd do this season. So I think for us, if we if we don't get promoted, I think it's a positive as well. I think it gives Steve another <laughs> I think it gives Steve season in League Two. And and knowing what Steve's like, I think if we don't do it this season, he'll he'll want to go one better and win the league. Do you know what I mean? So um no, it is a good point about if if we don't do it this season, is that the only chance? I think there'll be more chances down the line. Do I think we're going to be a club that finds himself down the bottom of League Two again? I don't actually. I think I think we've learned from the past four or five years, and I think we've we know we know what to do now to be successful in this division. So um, I don't think there's a fear. I think if we didn't do it, I think we'd just be proud of how far <clears throat> excuse me how far we've come in twelve months. So. Um, I, I don't think there's a fear at all. Um, and and also to go along with that as well, if we don't do it automatically, it looks like we're probably going to be in the playoffs, which is exciting anyway. So um, no, I wouldn't say it's a fear. I'd say that if we didn't do it, it, it gives it gives the group another season in League Two. It gives Steve another crack, and um, and yeah, hopefully we could do it if we don't. You know, mm. the, I think uh, that's the one thing. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I was just going to say, Danny, that the juxtaposition between what Matt's just said and the uproar. When John Brady suggested after that, was it was it the Wimbledon game? I can't remember which game it was. It was a midweek game a few weeks back, where he I, I, he said in his post match interview that if we didn't go up this season, that it basically didn't matter. Now what he meant was we'll go again next season. I think that's what he said, wasn't it? That yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We'll just go again. But the uproar that that created with the fan base, me included, I wasn't particularly happy about it. Yeah, the juxtaposition of that to how you've just been is ridiculous. There is no other fan of football for any other team in this entire world that would be like that. I, I swear. It, it could only be you that would actually be happy with having been top three for all this time. And then if you missed out on promotion, you'd still be absolutely chuffed. Ridiculous, mate. Ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's a lot down to expectations as well, though, isn't it? Like, into yeah, the start I, of the season. You know, that's, that's what it's down to. I tell you as well. Um, so I think it's I think it's different as well. I think because obviously we haven't really been up here. We've kind of been down the bottom. I think again that kind of um, bypassing the uh, the mid table bit and being up here. We're just happy to be up here. I think for you guys because obviously what happened last year. I wouldn't say there's more pressure, but I would say that now that you're here again, you're yeah. looking at it and thinking you know we because really I'll, I'll be honest, you should be in League One. Really, what what happened last year was just a farce, wasn't it? Let's be honest. So, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? I mean, who loses seven yeah. nil on the last? Like, come on, seriously. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think the fact that you guys are here again, you're looking at it going, you know, this is the second time now. Into you know, th- this is it. So I can see why there was that. Well, for me again, it's just it's just amazing we're here. So uh, yeah, look, if we don't do it, <laughs> I'll, I'll be over the moon but- regardless. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I think seeing it from the outside as well, there's a there's a sense of as long as Steve Evans stays there, you're going to be all right. I think because I've looked at it all season and I thought you were up there and I think at the start Barrow were up there at the same time and I thought I can see Barrow dropping off, which they have. But the one thing that you've got going for you is Steve Evans, and the one that that's the thing that will keep you in the top, in the top three, top four, whatever, is having Steve Evans. So I think as long as he's in charge, and he's going to draw players in. He's going to draw the right character in, and he's like mm. guaranteed. He's going to draw the type of winning mentality footballers to to come and have another go. But I mean, it's it's got fifty fifty, maybe a little bit more in terms of what whether you can do it this season or not. But I wouldn't want to play you in the playoffs if you did go down there. So, I mean, I wouldn't want to play a lot of them teams in the playoffs at the minute, but yeah, um, I think, yeah, there's a lot of like expectation level kind of difference, I think, isn't there? But yeah, I think the thing is as well, you make a good point. I think, look, Steve, Steve has said he wants to be here for a couple of years. He hasn't stated that he's going to be here forever. So we know that he's not going to, you know, be here for years to come. But, you know, I, th- I think when he signed his contract to 2025, I think that was a statement that he's going to be here for two years and then maybe after he, he might retire or whatnot. But yeah, I think for us, if we don't do it, we know that we've got the right manager there to be able to have another season, have another good season, sorry, and be up there or, or even go one better. So yeah, I think for us, we're, we're really happy with, with, the, with the situation we're in. Don't get me wrong. We'll, do we want to get promoted? Yes. I mean... I, I think we'd actually sustain League One, actually. I think I think the team we've got now would actually stay up in that league above. And I think with additions, I think I think we'd, we'd do all right. So, and I think the club size as well. We've got the new stand. We've got all these new sponsorship, new badge. I think back in the past, the club weren't ready for League One. But now, I think the club would be able to cope with League One. So, look, we've, we've got the right man in charge. And, um, yeah, look, we're just happy to have him. And, and because we've got him, whatever happens, I think we'll be fine. Um, mo- moving on to this actual game then, Matt, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, draw with Carlisle. And I think you said that you went and did a job on them. There was only one shot on target all afternoon in that game. I didn't watch anything to do with it, highlights or not, because I-, I can't believe there were any highlights. Uh, <laughs> but do you think potentially the results from the weekend that we've just had where we were basically, well, it was us and Salford, wasn't it? We were the only teams in the top six to actually win. Do you think maybe that changes your approach to this game? Do you, do you think you might have been coming to do a job similar to the one you did on Carlisle, had those results not gone the way that they did at the weekend? Really good question. I think I think the Carlisle one, I think um, to answer that, we knew that they've got the best attacking stats in the division so it was it was very simple that day they'd won I think four well four back-to-back games almost in a row and I think we went up there that day and yeah it was just a demolition job it was keep it tight for 75-80 minutes and then try to win the game oddly the the um the stats don't do it justice because some of the uh <clears throat> some of the um chances we had we actually had some really good chances we just couldn't hit the hit the target we actually on the day um, from what I can remember, we actually had the better chances, but we just didn't have many of them go on target. So, yeah, that, that was that was a terrific point. That that's a t- tough place to go. That place, and we found out that day. But the boys did really well. Did we have to time waste a little bit? Maybe. Um, you know, the Carlisle fans weren't particularly happy about that. I can say I was over the moon with it. So, um, yeah, really good point. I, I think going into the three games, so our three games were Carlisle, Salford and, and yourselves on Saturday. And I think the kind of consensus, and we've said it on our podcast, 
as long as we don't lose to Carlisle and yourselves, I think uh, we wanted to beat Salford, but I think if we don't lose to Carlisle and yourselves, we'd be content with that. So I think if we picked up a point as we did against Carlisle, picked up a point against yourselves, we'd be over the moon with that because um, it keeps us in touch of distance. And also, Carlisle got Leighton Orient away this weekend, so I don't mm. really particularly think they're going to go there and get a win. I think they'll get a draw at best. So I think the draw for us Saturday would would be good. I, I, I still think even if we went to Carlisle and played a similar way, I'd be happy because any type of result against yours is good. Will Steve want to win the game? Of course. Um, I actually think we'll try and be similar to the Carlisle game. I think we'll try and get you 75 minutes in and then nick a winner or try to nick a winner with 15 to go. I think it'll be the same thing because obviously you're coming off off the back of some good form and a few wins back to back. So I think, I think the game plan is actually similar. Just keep it tight for 75, stay in the game and then try and nick it with 15 to go. So yeah, I think as long as we, as long as we don't lose, I'd be happy. I certainly think and I've said this a lot today to a few of the guys, I think whoever wins it will go on to get promoted. I think if you win, you'll go on and do it. And I think if we win, I think we'll go on and do it. So it's a huge game. I can't believe we're involved in it. And, and I'm really excited to see it go down. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. So but basically, we need to score pretty early on to draw yeah. you out a little bit because it, it feels like if we get to 70, 75 minutes as well, we start thinking about a draw and then start thinking, you know, is a draw a bad result for us? Probably not. I wouldn't no. have thought. Based the back of three so. three wins in a row keeps you a couple of points behind. Obviously, that game in hand, top six will play each other, so some teams are going to be dropping points all, all weekends. But then there's that chance of you going up, going up and nicking one, and Danny Rose just doing a bicycle kick or something <laughs> in, into the top corner. <laughs> Do you know what? As well, but, yeah. uh, Danny Rose hasn't scored since November, so oh, it could, it could be that. a game. You know? <laughs> oh, here we go. Here yeah, we edit go. that, Charles. Take that out. <laughs> yeah, take that out. Take it out. Straight out. Straight out. How was he? Um, how was he doing? Danny Rose, because we we couldn't get a tune out of him at all. We but we basically brought him on to shit house for five minutes at the end of every game. Um, but it seems to be taking on a lot bigger role for you guys. Yeah, do you know what? I feel a little bit sorry for him actually. So he had a he had a brilliant start to the season. Yeah, I think he, yeah. I think he scored in the game against you at, at home actually. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a, he had a brilliant. He scored scored an a hundredth minute goal. He was scoring goals in the cups and he was winning us points in the league. He scored the goal in November where he hid. Right, this is the truth. He hid oh, yes, the goal. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Now, I'm just right behind it thinking. What's he doing? I thought he was doing that. He the goalkeeper laid it out. He ran round, nicked it, ran round and scored. Funniest guy I'd ever seen. Um, and uh, yeah, he had a brilliant, brilliant kind of season up into December. And then the last couple of months, he hasn't really played a lot. I, I kind of felt sorry for him. Him and um, Jamie Reid and Luke Norris were starting a lot. And then Steve, about January time, he played away at Stoke and did all right. And then since then, he hasn't really started. And, and we've kind of been sitting around going, come on, Danny Rose needs to play. He needs games. He just hasn't played a lot. He's come on in games. He came on Saturday. And, but he, he needs to go. He hasn't scored since uh, Hartlepool with, with that uh, goal in November. So he needs to go, Rosie. He's been, he's, he's been brilliant. Um, so, yeah, look, I think overall he's had, he's had a decent season. For what he's played, he's had, he's had a decent season. I would certainly like to see him involved more in these last nine games. I think Danny Rose is... And I don't know if he was the same for you, but... He comes across to me as 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 a really important player when you get to the last few games of the season. He could be a player that comes on in a game and nicks an important goal. Yeah, when so he goal for us in the last in the season. Last season. Oh, really? <laughs> ended up in goal because our keeper got sent off on the last day at Barrow. He ended up in goal for the last few minutes. How was he? Was he a right in goal? 
Oh, God, oh he I only had one. He saved one that. shot, I think, and that was it. He didn't really have much to do, yeah. to be honest. But yeah. God, I didn't know he was backup goalkeeper when it all goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah to, to be fair, I'd have probably been playing him in goal with the amount of goalkeepers we've had. Crikey, probably <laughs> Toby saving or save nothing, I should say. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, Rosie. No, look, he's a good lad, Rosie. He's, he's had a good season. He, he just needs to he just needs to play more. But yeah, I, I think he'll feature a lot in the last nine. Yeah. Nice. Anyone else that we should be looking out for? Well, the top goal scorer is Luke Norris. He's in double figures this season. So, yeah, he's been scoring quite a bit the last couple of months. Keep an eye on him. He scored again on Saturday. It's really weird with Nozerich, Lee, because I think at the start of the season, we probably wouldn't have looked at him as our top goal scorer. It would probably have been List on Rose or Reed. But, yeah, Luke, I think Luke's on about, I think he's on 16 in all competitions. So, Luke, Luke's having a, I think he's best season with us, actually. He's having a really good two months. Have a look out for him. Jamie Reid again. Jay, Jamie Reid's got this knack of scoring in big games. He did it at Villa. He did it against Orient. He did it against Crew a couple of weeks where we were drawing. And he seems to score in really big games. So, he's someone, especially for the big games, keep an eye out on. Uh, he'll probably start on Saturday. Around them, Jordan Roberts, Alex Gilby, their League One level players. Roberts is a, he's a class player. He's, he's, he's technically a great player. Keep an eye out. But I would say keep an eye on set pieces. Carl Piagiani, Dan Sweeney, we say every single week, every time we get a corner, Piagiani always wins a header and it sets something up. So I'd say keep an eye out for that as well. They'd, they'd be the main players to look out for. But um, yeah, set pieces, keep your eye on those, yeah. Nice. Uh, do we dare give predictions, Charles? Because I'm... I... <laughs> well, we've got to, mate. We've got to. We I hate do it every single in this week. Game. Yeah, <sighs> come on, come on. You can do it. Well, well, I go first? You know me, you know me, chaps. Do you know? What I mean? You know what it's going to be. I'm not going to sit here and go. It's going to be a nil-nil draw because it'd be funny if yeah. you did say that. But... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I'm, I I had a chat with the lads actually this week about it and look we're all saying look we bite your arm off for a point and and actually when you look at a lot of the when the top teams play each other a lot of the times they are draws I mean sometimes you can't each other out happened with us and Carlisle a couple of weeks ago it might happen with yourselves and Carlisle in a couple of weeks they always can't each other out so I think the draw isn't a bad prediction but I've 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 got a pack my team and 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 I've got to say you know the boys after Salford last week they'll come out Steve will We'll know the job in hand. I think we'll, I think we'll cheat. I think we'll time waste. I think we'll do everything we can to get to eighty minutes. So when that eighty minute clock happens, pop the changes happen, and I think, I think Mister Danny Rose with five minutes to go will uh, score the winner. So I'm, I'm going to go one nil last year. One nil, one nil. I can't wait for John Brady against Steve Evans on the sidelines. Could get part two. Can, part two, yeah. Part but there's two. more on it this time. You know how they both get when the when there's something on the game early in the season. They probably want a massive deal on it. But mm. now it's so so much pressure. We've had so many injuries. I mean, I'd probably uh, put. I'd probably take a point now if you mm. if you give it to me. Just as again, just to keep your arms length a little bit. But there's that sense, there's that kind of anticipation going into it. You're probably the same, Matt, that mm. if you do get that win, it's psychologically and everything else, it, it means so much. It would mean a massive amounts to each club to win. Um, but mm. I'm going go to draw, I'm gonna go draw, I think. I think there's goals in it this time. I think we might score early and draw you out a bit. As opposed to the 3-2 that we yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, mean, I was comparing it I, I was comparing it to the Carlisle game. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The 0-0. Um, I'm going to go 2-all, I think. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 2-all. 
Two two. Okay. Um, Go on, Charles. Well, uh, I mean, I mean that leaves got me to to have to go for the cobbler's win, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. Then we can all blame you. And <laughs> I'm I'm actually gonna I'm gonna go confident. I'm go, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take some of Matt's positivity and really? I'm Why? gonna inject it into my veins, <laughs> and uh, and I'm gonna go for a two nil comfortable cobbler's win. Oh, bloody oh. comfortable. I love that. That's good. That's really good. Just going by what you've said, right, is that if if you do try and do what you did to Carlisle a couple of weeks back and we score, when I say early, within the first sort of 20 minutes, Mm, mm. that then means that you've got to come out because you you can't lose the game. I think that is going to be the key here is that neither side wants to lose, which is why I think going for a draw is probably quite sensible, Danny. Mm, But yeah, first time for everything. Uh, <laughs> but I think if we then force you out and we then go and get the second goal, that kills it. So I think, and, and I, th- I, we don't tend to score two, you know, goals in quick succession. I don't think we we might have done on the odd occasion, but generally speaking, Stevenage. <laughs> Generally speaking, we tend to do like one and then mm. wait a bit. So I'm thinking we'll score around about the sort of 20, between 20 and 30 minutes to then open the game up and then we'll kill it in the 70th to 80th in that, mm. you know, sort of 15, 20 minutes left to go, get a second and that kills the game. So I, I'm I'm going to go with that. 2 0, yeah. it'll be fair, and therefore it will be fairly comfortable. It won't feel it. It won't feel it. It won't feel it. It will look like it was a fairly routine to, oh, yeah, they scored in 33 uh, and 76. Yeah. yeah, easy. Yeah. I feel like we've kept too many clean sheets. highlight show. <laughs> they can call what, us by the right name. I'd say what I was going to say, though, I, when I've looked at our results this season, any any team that has given us a sniff with ten to go, we 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 normally find a goal. So the one thing with us, and and do you know what, this has been nine ninety percent of our matches this season. There's probably a ten percent of few games where we haven't, but for ninety percent of our games, we, we've always been the team up until the final whistle that's pushing for a goal in whatever game we're in, whether that's a, a game against Hartlepool, whether that's a game away at Roxdale or whenever. We've all, I don't know what it is with us. With 10 minutes to go, we always come alive and we always finish really strong. We'll get corner after corner after corner after. And we'll always do it. And then when the final whistle blows, you think, Jesus, Lord, we've been on top for about 10 minutes there. But I think the way that we can... BB is you have to start very well, and if and if you get a couple of goals up early, when I think to our losses this season, we lost at Bradford three 0 really flattering result from we. I know it sounds really weird, but we actually had the better chances that day and played better. It's ridiculous how we lost three 0 but they were two 0 up in ten minutes. So whenever we've lost and uh, even against yourselves, one 0 in the first five minutes with Bradford the same, like. We've conceded early and we've let in a couple of early goals. So normally when we've lost this season, that's been the trend. So I think if, for, for you guys to win, you'd have, I think you'd need to score early in the game. Um, if not, then it's it's tight in the last 10 minutes. But yeah, 2-0, yes. I think that's a fair prediction, yeah. 
Right. Make me nervous already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, I'm just picturing that us being one and up with 10 minutes ago and you just peppering us. I mean, you just sat there like, I can't watch. Corner, corner, <laughs> corner, watch. corner, yeah. Corner, corner. I, like, we've kept a lot of clean sheets in a row as well, and I, don't, I just can't see it happening again. But we'll see. We'll see, Matt. Thank you. I will try. I'm trying to trying to keep on that title train as well while I'm at it. (laughs) But uh, but Matt, thank you so much for coming on. Genuinely, always a pleasure. Um, What we'll do at the end of the season, if we both go up, us and whoever else goes up, we'll come on, do a pod, and do a promotion party because that'll be fun. Um, Do do you know what? I was just going to say. No, look, fellas, it's an absolute pleasure to come. I I love the both you. Honestly, you you two are great at what you do and stuff. And uh, yeah, look, I, I, it's going to be weird because, you know, yeah, hopefully we both go up and uh, and we're playing League One football. So hopefully we can, yeah, get get on a pod at the end of the season and uh, celebrate. That'll be quite weird for a change, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, where can we find you? Social media. Let's give a bit of a chance to plug your work. Yeah, so uh, anyone that, that wants to uh, go and listen to one of the most positive uh, podcasts in the world, feel free. Uh, we're at TSFC Podcast, the Stevenage Football Club podcast. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube as well. Just put in the Stevenage Football Club podcast, go and give that a follow as well. We've got some more uh, video content coming out. Whenever we do one with with Steve or the players or some of the foundation stuff we've got going on, we, we put that out of there. Uh, yeah, so go and follow that. Uh, keep an eye out for us on Facebook as well. We've got a Facebook page. Go have a look at that all the episodes get get put out on that on spotify we're looking to expand because we're at the point now we're a bit like right come on we've got we've got to get out with the times now this is we can't just be on spotify so we, we, we've got some good things coming um so yeah go and give us a follow go and listen and uh yeah yeah get those uh get those listeners on board nice one thank you mate such a pleasure such a joy to speak to you as always uh charles thank you thank you mate enjoy thank that. you We'll see Matt on Saturday for the big one, the big six-pointer. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back with all our thoughts on this one on Tuesday. Enjoy the six-pointer. We'll see you then. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.